Father, we just thank you for your love, your goodness, your faithfulness in taking care of your people, protecting them from any harm and healing them, restoring their physical bodies to, to health, perfect health in Jesus Christ, to divine health. Lord, as you continue to uh, renew our minds and fill our spirit man with your glory, your anointing. Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. Thank you, Lord. You came to teach us the things of the kingdom, Lord, that your people can know you and live in that place where you live, Lord. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth, Lord. Let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, just let me share a slide, okay? Okay. Okay, today, the Lord, Holy Spirit wants to bring us to a greater understanding and also to bring us to his realm. Too long we have been living in the five senses realm, right? <laughs> On this earth, right? Uh, governed by what our body tells us, governed by what the world tells us, yeah? But there is another realm which is God's realm. And Jesus came from heaven, right, to reveal that realm that God lives in. And he, we all received the Lord. We became new creations in Christ. And every new creation has every legal right to live in this realm. And the authority of this realm, of this kingdom realm, now belongs to us in Christ Jesus. Yeah? Okay, so we do not have to accept sickness. Elisha, you're there. <laughs> we don't uh, have to accept the things that are thrown at us, okay, because of sin that come from this earth, right? We, we, there is a new beginning, a new life in Christ. When you got born again, it's about a new life. So what is that new life? You don't see it in your physical body, right? Adeline, you still look the same, right? After receiving Jesus in the body. But the new life is your spirit inside you got born again, right? And now you can connect with God, okay? So now the spirit is connected with God, but how do we walk and live? Now we can live above the physical realm. We are still on this earth. Physical body is still here. All right, to enjoy and connect with the world. But now we can also, we have Abba Father with us. That's why yesterday we learned about Aleph, the first Hebrew letter. Okay, so more of the teachings will be in the Saturday session. And this is what God wants to speak to us this morning, to go into his realm. Who do you think is God's realm? Can see or not? Can... 
<laughs> cannot see with the physical eyes, cannot see with the five senses, yeah, but can see with your spirit, yeah, your spirit eyes. That's why we have this session developing the hidden man of the heart so that your spirit man senses the eyes, the hearing, the seeing, all right, can be activated, can be open. The enlightenment, right? Because if we don't develop this spirit, man, then we still will be like blind people walking on this earth. Okay, but when your spirit man is activated, born again, and then now built up, growing, got nutrients, got milk, food, it can now see that is a realm that can be seen, all right, by the spirit. Uh, you can also, right, the five senses of the Body, see, hear, taste. Ah, so good that Madeline enjoy food. Eh? <laughs> Eating. Okay, so God gave us all that to enjoy the natural realm. Okay, but he also gave us a spirit. Okay, because that was meant to enjoy, but not meant to control us in making decisions and conclusions. All right, so he gave us a new spirit, a new heart, which also had, senses okay they can see the spirit man can see see what see ghosts <laughs> like you said in the hospital got ghosts <laughs> so it doesn't mean uh, see what See what? <laughs> See, good thing I ask questions. Like, don't ask questions. Uh, just talk, 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 talk. Huh? Yes, there's visions and dreams. Okay? Which is in the spiritual realm. Okay? Visions, uh, pictures all right, of God revealing to man. Okay? Who it is. Okay? There are visions. So, we call it visions. Right? In the natural, you go to optician, you call that vision. <laughs> so, your normal body has got eyes to see the natural things. But your spirit man, all right, can see spiritual things, see the realm of God, right, where normal people cannot see, all right. So that streams and visions. Also, another aspect of seeing is the revelation. Okay, you can understand God's word is like suddenly open to you. When you say, by his stripes I'm healed, all the time, it's just a, a verse. Okay, because after church, Normally in church, the pastor will say, buy straps and heal. Everybody say, amen. After go back home, I'm sick. Ah. <laughs> you have pain. Ah. They have pain. Ah. You know? So what is that? It's totally contradictory to the word of God. Okay? So when you, your spirit eyes are open, there's another meaning also where you can understand revelation, reveal to you, hey, I am healed already. Okay? And I don't uh, need to have a, uh, to live in sickness or in pain anymore because Jesus healed me. So that takes some time, all right, for the revelation. As more, the more you meditate on God's word, the faster the, the revelation comes, okay? So you can also taste and see that the Lord is good. So how do you taste God? <laughs> okay yeah so you actually experience the blessings the goodness of god in your life 
right? That is already tasting. That's why you can tell people, oh, Jesus is really good. It's like telling someone in the natural, durian is very nice for those who like durian because you taste already, right? <laughs> if you haven't tasted, can you tell someone that this fruit is very nice? No. So when you taste God's goodness, it's another sense, right? Whereby you experience, okay? It's all into the experience of the spirit man, right? The spiritual realm, the goodness of God. Taste and see what? The Lord is good, okay? No more thinking God is no good, all right? Or why he give me sickness, why he give me pain? He didn't give, right? When we have our eyes open, spiritual eyes open, we will begin to taste and experience the goodness of God, not the badness of God, right? The goodness of God, that God is good. And the goodness of God, the experience of his goodness, his blessings will bring man to repentance. It is the goodness of God that brings man. What is the meaning of repentance? Huh? Uh, that is the Old Testament one, okay? That is the old meaning of repentance, okay? where you feel so sorry, you have to you know, keep on asking for forgiveness. So in the New Testament, repentance is not that anymore. All right? Repentance means a change of mind, a change of your thinking. So means what? Because forgiveness, Jesus already forgave us on the cross. Okay? So that is done. We have already received by believing in him the forgiveness of sins. That means the total uh, uh, erasing okay, of all your sins until he don't remember it. So meaning that we actually don't need to ask God for forgiveness anymore because he forgives you already. So it's like if we continue to ask God to forgive, we say, how many times I told you, you I already forgive you. <laughs> okay, but... Because of our conversation with God, and we just can, we can always say, sorry, God, I, you know, I, I said the wrong thing of you. But it's not uh, an asking for forgiveness and a feeling bad. That is condemnation, right? That guilt has already been removed by Jesus Christ. Why he forgave us? Because he took the punishment. That's the only reason why we are forgiven. Jesus took all your sins. What all the punishment that we deserve for our sins or doing the wrong things. So who punished him? That punishment that's supposed to be on us, he God. took God, right? God the Father put your sin, all right? Every one of your sin, failures on Jesus, and then he was punished. So that's why God said, I don't remember your sins anymore. Okay, so that is the vertical part, remember, between God and man. But the horizontal part, right? Because we are still living in this physical body, we still do sins, the action of sin. Like, you know, we hurt someone, we tell lies or whatever, okay? To somebody, that's called the horizontal part. And that part, the Holy Spirit will give us the wisdom. See, we are led by the Spirit, no more by thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not do that, okay? Because that is Jesus already fulfilled. So today, between God and us, he's forgiven us of every sin. That's why he said, he remember your sin no more. But between one another, we may do wrong. And that, how to make it right? We are led not by the Ten Commandments, but we are led by 
Holy Spirit. Yes, so we'll get to know how to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Right? He will talk to you deep inside. Ah, okay. You shouldn't have said that to the oh, you heard this person. Now, how do you go about? Maybe we need to ask for forgiveness from that person, but not all the time. So there is no standard rule. Okay, that every time you have to ask for forgiveness for this person, that person, that person. But the Holy Spirit will talk to you. If there is a need to, then do. If not, no, it's done. Okay, he will take care. Okay, so that's why this walk with the Lord is in the spirit where we learn how to be guided by him. Okay, so there is no more condemnation, no more guilt, no more reminding of our sins in the new covenant. Okay, so the, your spirit man now is activated, all right, to hear, feel, sense. That's why we move in the what we call the gifts of the spirit, okay, where you're able to have discernment. It's a different type, okay, where inside you, you can sense, all right? So these are different gifts of the spirit as we are led by the spirit. So today we go into the the God's realm in the manifested presence of God. And then God, how he wants to bring us to see him. Many people walk in this earth, even believers or Christians, never ever move into God's realm at all. <laughs> Very pathetic, right? But thank God that, you know, he chose us. Just like what I said yesterday, right? It is not God need us, but we need him. And his privilege of choosing us, right, to use us to glorify his name. But before he can use us, right, he wants to fill us. This is a God, all-sufficient God. He gives you the ability to choose and to walk with him. All right, so what is God's realm? All right, how do we see God's realm? Or where does this come from? <laughs> Revelations 1, verse 1 to 2. How many of you read Revelations? <laughs> okay, good. Whole Revelation. Uh, but now we will go through a bit, all right? And Revelations is a, is a book. As we read, we are blessed, okay? So this is the unveiling, all right? It's a revelation of Jesus Christ, okay? The unveiling of Jesus Christ, which God gave him, John, all right, he was at the island of Patmos, and that's when Jesus appeared and showed him many, many visions, okay, of the heavenly realm where God resides, which God gave to him to share with his loving servants what must occur swiftly. So many people think, yeah, it is a, a little bit about the end times, but mostly it's a revelation of Of, huh? No, of Jesus Christ. Okay, of Jesus Christ. It is a revelation and unveiling of Christ. Throughout the whole Bible, actually, it's all unveiling Christ, even from Genesis all the way in every chapter, every book, every incident, every prophecy, right? It points to our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, and in the final book, that finished the Bible, 
is called Revelation. It's not a revelation of Antichrist. <laughs> so you don't read Revelation to go and find Antichrist. <laughs> okay? We read Revelation to find Jesus. Okay, that's why it's a blessing. Right? It's the unveiling of Jesus Christ. I already read the verse. <laughs> so you see how you all read scripture. <laughs> you read and then you still don't get it. Okay, Unveiling of Jesus Christ. It's a revelation. That means it's that many cannot see Christ. And you will see that in Corinthians later. The Jews were blinded. They had a veil, right? They cannot see Jesus is the Messiah. And then the Christians cannot see Jesus as the son of the God of the Jews, right? The same God. So it's an unveiling. And for us, new creation in Christ, right? That's why Paul prays for the church, what? The church, the believers to be able to see, right? Ephesians 1, if you have prayed that powerful prayer that Paul prays, the first thing is, Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ, God, run to us, run to your church. The church is not the building, right? To each person. That their eyes may be open, enlightened. To see what? <laughs> to, to understand, all right, who you are, who God is, and who we are in Christ. These are two main things. All you just need to understand the revelation is who God is. That's why God is leading us into the Hebrew letters, right? We have so little understanding of the great God. I don't know if you heard yesterday uh, teaching what it does to you, right? Head knowledge, it does nothing. <laughs> okay, only the head got more information. But when revelation comes in, when you heard that God is left, right? the starting to the ending, right? The Hebrew God is the source, the creator. What does it do to you? Right? There's something that it does to our spirit and we, that touches and renews our mind, whereby this, this information about God, right? This revelation about God will change your actions. If it doesn't change your actions, then it's still hate knowledge. Okay? Revelation is like the mirror. Okay? If you got a lot of pimples, you don't do anything about it. But when you go and look at the mirror, <laughs> and the mirror reveal to you those pimples, do you still go about walking like that? No, you will do something about it. Because revelation means you can now see you can see now what is the problem or how beautiful you are. Okay, so the verb is unveiling. And therefore, you will take an action that will transform your life, right? You begin to, one of the things is start to meditate, start to have that passion, all right, to want to hear more. That's why you all are here this morning, okay? So, revelation is an unveiling of Jesus Christ throughout the whole Bible which God gave him to share with his loving servants, he signified it by sending his angel to his loving servant, John. I, John, bore witness to what? The word of God. Remember, Daba. The word of God is the central in our lives. Right? Starts with, Daba starts with Dale. The alphabet that says it's the 
door to <laughs> the door to what <laughs> again you, you answer the same same answer as yesterday <laughs> and i said that's not the correct one <laughs> yes it's the door to revelation and the door to the supernatural so if you we, we, knowing that we are where did we get to know that we are spirit man it's from the word the word that opened up the door and when you understand your spirit man your inner man is the one that god speak to you right and then you understand the new creation where did we get all this understanding it just didn't drop no need another angel to tell us the meaning anymore god sent the word jesus christ is the living word so it is from the word that we enter like a door into the realm of the supernatural you want the supernatural yes that's why you're here right so where to listen to god's word right the more we have the revelation of god's word the more we live enter first into the supernatural and begin to live in it so it is the word of god and the testimony of jesus christ all right the testimony the word the life of jesus a joyous blessing rests upon the one who reads this message all right of of revelation meaning of jesus you have you are blessed already and upon those who hear the embrace of the words of this prophecy so revelation is a prophecy speaking of jesus so that was a time john all right after uh jesus died on the cross for the appointed time is in your hands always remember that our god jehovah he moved in according to seasons and times set times appointed times okay so there is no like coincidence or by accident you are here this morning <laughs> god don't have accidents all right you can see through the whole bible he moved he moved according to time prophecy and all that so that's why israel the coming of uh where jesus second coming and or everyone will turn back or God himself will turn back to Israel is already prophesied and coming to pass very soon okay so that is about prophecy right okay and those for the appointed time why appointed time and season is very important okay if not it's like you have an appointment you miss the appointment <laughs> yeah depends on who your appointment is with very important person you miss it then it's gone right we have an appointment the world call it with destiny or whatever right we have appointment with god at certain times in our life all right jeremiah his name is appointed of god right remember why god appoint you for a purpose and will be fulfilled when we follow that purpose of god okay so don't miss the appointed time and season in our life just like seed time and harvest day and night those are all appointed times of god is set already so whichever part that we are in whether it's the sowing there will be the reaping right the meditating there will be the fruits of meditation of meditating the word of god so there is no just one and then the other don't happen okay it's a time process and it's always about seed time 
covers. So if you put God's word inside, then whatever that word is, say by stripes and healed, you will receive the healing. Okay? That is God's word. So why God's word say what? Isaiah 55. God's word will not return to him what? Just like rain that he sent from heaven to water the earth and accomplish what it purpose, right? After the watering, the plants grow, the seed grow. Same. God's word that goes up from his mouth will not return to him. Uh, what means what? Empty. Empty means what? Nothing. <laughs> that means nothing happened. <laughs> Correct? Ah, so God's word will not return to him what? That means it will not just, when he speaks something, especially prophecy or what, you know, through his word, it's not going to go back to him without accomplishing what it purpose. If he said by his stripes, you are healed, Jesus and Daniel, that means it's not going to go back to him and you're not healed. As long as the soil, the one who receives it, believes that word, it will happen. Amen? So when he said he will bless you, means he will bless you. If we do this, this is what we, the result will be. Okay? So here, John was taken to uh, this, this uh, Patmos and he had visions, okay? For John to the seven churches, may the kindness of God's grace and peace overflow to you from he, him who is, who was, and who is coming. And from the seven spirits who are in front of the throne. He was taken to the throne of God in heaven. He's in, actually, it's his, his body is still here on this earth. His spirit was taken up. It was an out-of-body experience. Right? That's a spirit man. From Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from among the dead and the ruling king who ruled over the kings of the earth. So, for many incidents in the Bible, okay, there, are, there is a real heaven. There is a real God. There is another realm. Okay, and many have already experienced, but this one is the John's experience, the very, very powerful. Ezekiel, Jeremiah, all of them were taken to the throne room of God as well. Okay, so what is your idea of throne room of God? <laughs> Full of gold. <laughs> Full of gold. What, what else? Bright light. Okay. So let's see what God, uh, what John saw. All right. In the spirit. So in order to go into the spirit realm, okay, you have to be in the spirit. And to the one who has appointed us as a kingdom of priests to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion throughout the eternity of eternities. I trust Holy Spirit that you help us bring us into this place where we can really see what John saw in our spirit. He says, behold, behold means see. He appears within the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierce him and all the people of the earth will weep and sorrow because of him. Revelations 1 verse 8. I am the Aleph and the Taf, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God, who was and is and is to come the Almighty. 
right? So we know now more what is Aleph, Taf is the 22nd letter of the Hebrew alphabets. So Jesus declared and proclaimed he is the beginning, the Aleph, right? And we learn a bit the meaning of Aleph, that means the creator, the head, the source, the strength, all right, of everything, beginning and then ending. Okay, I, John, am your brother and companion in tribulation. Patience was found in Jesus. I was exiled on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit realm on the Lord's day. Ah, today, you're also Lord's day, right? <laughs> Are you in the spirit realm? <laughs> yes. Okay. In the spirit realm, all right, uh, one uh, obvious one, not true. Abigail. <laughs> Abigail was there this morning. All right. And that he, she lost the senses of the physical realm. And God took her into the spirit realm. Right? Abigail, that's where you, that you, you, you were in that spirit and uh, in that realm. And at the end, you fell, fell down, right? Worshipping the Lord. Now, some of us were still physically here, as in, we were actually in the natural realm. <laughs> okay. All right. Because God, Jesus said himself, many can worship me, but they are far from me. All right. With the mouth. So there is a place where we come into the spirit, we worship God from our spirit, where we lose the sense realm okay so that's why not many people are able to enter into worship because still too very uh conscious of the sense realm of the surrounding you know since i'm talking a little bit of worship here after a few rounds because for us at the moment here we don't have a, a physical worship leader so the last few uh, times we were trying to see how to you know of course the presence of god was still here but i felt it felt, i felt uh, this morning as we worship that at least for now until the lord send someone physically we will be let the worship leader the singer <laughs> inside the worship song lead us you get what i mean i think that's the best okay for for now all right, because the anointing is still here. It's just that it's a bit low. <laughs> you know? So uh, we can't hear really the, who, is, who is the worship leader. You know, very hard to flow, very hard to follow. All right. So let the, the only Cheng uh, Lan and um, Elsa will stitch the songs. All right. And then probably I will just put one signal for all the songs. Easier. So we actually got very professional worship with the anointed one. <laughs> okay, and then we just listen to that all the way. Okay, except the last part, right? And then I will uh, flow along with the spirit. Okay, so we can flow, follow that worship leader of that particular song who will lead us all the way. Okay, so don't go ahead of the worship leader, okay? Just follow the, the worship leader from the song. I believe that will synchronize everything for, for now. 
Okay, so that we can just close our eyes and then follow uh, the worship leader. So, because now it's a bit here, a bit there. <laughs> sometimes can hear Chengman, sometimes cannot hear. Sometimes hear. Very, very distracting. Okay, so we just have the song follow. Okay, so God created YouTube for us, right? <laughs> but I believe later on, right, God will bring and just leave it to Him. Okay, as long most important is. Holy Spirit must be here. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, that is just to put that in, in case I forget it later. I was so in the spirit realm, very important. When we come to the presence of God, whether to hear His word or uh, worship Him, we must be in the spirit realm because God does not connect to our physical body. God does not connect or speak to our mind. God speaks to our spirit that's why why we close our eyes right anyone can uh, uh, tell me why you close your eyes <laughs> mm, yes because the sense realm the eyes is the sense realm oh look at that what was happening there <laughs> look at the phone oh what message coming in how to worship god Okay, so it is not a law or anything, but that's where we want to enter in, all right, into the spirit realm because many things happen in the spirit realm when they all together, especially corporately, come in together and enter the spirit realm. Uh, if for some, we, we are already used to it, we can still open eyes and in the spirit realm, but generally, for everyone beginning, very distracted by the physical realm one. Okay, so if you're not used to it, it's best, close your eyes first. All right, that's where uh, the songs won't be many new songs. After a while, you will remember the lyrics already. And anyway, it's just not too much about lyrics. It's about the Holy Spirit taking over. Probably, you know, when the presence of God comes down, there is actually not much words to say. You can see here, <laughs> all the songs, long, long one. When you see in the throne room of God, they didn't sing all these long, long songs. <laughs> Only a few words, okay? But there is the presence of God, okay? So uh, this is because this is what God wants to do here, all right, in our midst. That's why he's teaching us and uh, I'm teaching you all this, right? To shut out the sense realm, at least for half an hour, all right? Where we can all enter into the spirit realm, okay? So... Where the visions, God will give us visions. The anointing can be poured down. We can hear God. That's where prophecy comes in. You see, if you cannot shut out the physical realm, that means we cannot hear God, right? What are you hearing? The noise, <laughs> the sound, the phone ring, or the, you know? So this interrupt and you cannot hear. If you cannot hear, then where got prophecy? Prophecy comes from where? Yeah, from God speaking to your spirit. But if your body is the one blocking everything, okay, that's why the gifts cannot move. But God wants to move among the people. Say, when uh, they're worshipping, each one come with a prophecy, with a word, right? Hearing from God. So where to hear? Not your physical ears. So we have to shut out all distraction first, okay? Because... Uh, this is where God is leading us, all right? And all of you are part of it. God has specially handpicked you all, even those who are in Zoom, can learn 
the gifts of the spirit, how to operate. So the first thing how to operate is to shut out the <laughs> natural realm. That is the blockage, right? You can say, oh, I want to learn the gifts. I want to learn the gifts. But you never enter into that spirit realm how to operate in the gifts. Okay, that's why God always gives you dream and vision when you are sleeping. <laughs> right? When you wake up already or distracted already with the natural world, how will he put you to sleep? Ah, then only he can show you. But when we are together, we can be sleeping, right? <laughs> so we need to learn how to enter the spirit realm while we are living in this earth, awake that time. Okay? So it is uh, to teach you how to get in there. So you can even enter the spirit realm when you are in the supermarket. Once you, that, uh, as you learn the, the, how to enter spirit realm when everything is quiet or eyes are closed, as you move more and what we've got more, this in the, in the supermarket, in the plaza, at home, wherever, you can actually uh, click in to God. Just that so many times I said, how come, uh, why, why you, people cannot receive, you know, feel the anointing or communicate or talk to God, hear from God? in the supermarket, in the, in the, you know, yeah, because never done before, too distracted, right? But as we come here, God is training you all in the spirit, because apart from your spirit, man, there's nothing powerful in you, <laughs> right? Your physical man, no matter how many muscles you build, the devil come knock you off, they're tired, <laughs> gone, right? Uh, but your spirit, man, is the part that can, Build and be strong, all right, and do the works of Jesus and live like Jesus. So on the Lord's day, how to enter into the spirit realm? Okay, so the first thing I said is shut out the natural realm, all right? Purpose in your heart, I want to enter the spirit realm, okay? Not just only when I'm sleeping, <laughs> okay? So I heard behind me a loud voice sounding like a trumpet saying to me, so when he is it when John was in the spirit realm, he can hear. So probably if anyone was around him, they cannot hear. So it is not the natural sound that everyone can hear. You understand? So if God is speaking here and others are not in the spirit realm, they cannot hear. Ah, only the one that is in the spirit realm, okay, that is already entered into the spirit realm or spirit man can hear. That's why we can prophesy. That's why we can speak. When we hear God, then the others will be saying, I never hear anything. <laughs> okay? But today, all of you won't be deaf anymore <laughs> in the spirit. Okay? Slowly, going to learn how to activate all these senses in the spirit because that's who you are. a spirit being. Okay? And as you go and minister to people, how are you going to hear God? Okay? So, he heard a loud voice. So in the spirit realm, you can hear voice of God. To him, it's very loud. To others, they never even hear anything. Alright, so you can have audible voice you hear from God. So for, for me, in my life, I've heard uh, it was in a dream, the audible voice of God, and he was behind me. So every time I read the Bible, there always seems like, you know, when God talks, he's behind. So it's correct, right? So, but then he said, sounds like a trumpet saying to me, it's very loud, boom, 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 boom. Okay. write in a book what you see. So when you enter the spirit realm, 
Okay, that's when the fire came. Some of you are already beginning to enter in. All right. You're going to hear all these things. So besides just uh, the first thing, the fire came, all right, uh, did healing or whatever, then he's going to pour out the gifts. But the gifts, you must know how to first hear him, right? Ah, so besides just that there's joy, there's laughter, that is to break all the self-consciousness or whatever in a person. And then he's going to throw down gifts. Gifts of what? Gifts of the spirit. Okay, so first thing is what? Hearing God. All the gifts of the spirit, okay, has what? There are prophecy come from the mouth. Speak, speak what? What you hear, <laughs> if you in the morning hear radio, all the bad news, you come here, you speak all that. Okay, so when we come into the presence of God, right, Holy Spirit come, the fire come, enter into the spirit realm to hear God. What is missing in most believers is the hearing God. They hear other things. <laughs> they hear other people, they hear the five senses, voice, they hear the devil's, the, the negative things, whatever, and that is not from God. Okay? So we learn how to hear him. And then only you can see and write to the seven churches. So for, for uh, John's case, Jesus had a particular message for him to write to the seven churches. But the main thing is that everyone supposed to be able to hear God. Correct? No? Ah. Then why not hearing them? <laughs> okay. okay, so today we have, won't have that problem. But slowly, I'll guide you step, step by step okay, into the gifts of the Spirit because this is what God is calling down. So you may have heard many sermons already, you know, God's for uh, give or even prophesy on you, you have gifts, but how to operate in it? Okay, so that's where the first thing is your spirit. When I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, I saw that is the vision that only John saw. Okay? So first, God will speak to you. You can hear his voice. And then, you can see. Alright? Visions. He, said, he saw seven golden lampstands. So two parts of your spirit man activated. Seeing, hearing. Most important part. Right? I walking among the lampstands, I saw someone. Like the son of man wearing a full-length robe and golden sash over his chest. Who was John describing? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. See, as I shared earlier, right, in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, there was no description of what Jesus looked like. He was God, man, man form. Have you ever wondered? Right. All those pictures about Jesus are no more here. <laughs> formerly here, formerly Catholic. Okay, all for picture, right? It's a man-made thing. Okay, so these pictures are man-made. They just draw Jesus look like this, but it doesn't say. Okay, so probably from the culture that time, that's how he looked like. But the Bible itself never tell you what Jesus looked like because that's not important. The physical part is not important. Okay, but to get it first, the spirit being, the spiritual part is the most important in man. The tent is the heart that God dwells in. Okay, so it doesn't 
uh, but you, of course it will manifest later on we have a new body and all that but our focus is not the physical that's why the holy spirit is telling us do not focus on the just the natural realm the physical realm even our lord jesus christ but focus on the glorified one and that's why in revelation god jesus gave appeared to john and allowed him to tell us what he looked like in the glorified form and that is how he appeared to many people too throughout time all right he says someone wearing a full length robe a golden sash over his chest and his head and hair were white like wool white like snow and his eyes were like flames of fire now have you ever seen a human being like that before well, you will say it's a ghost eh? <laughs> you see like that okay so you see Jesus was never meant to stay like a physical being and we to see him like a physical being. Although as man, he suffered like us, right? He went through all the temptations like us. But we are to see him in his glorified form. And so when he, when he went to the cross and the, uh, they were weeping for him, right? He said, what? Don't weep for him because the people were looking at him in the physical and pity him, you know? And then a lot of Christians today feel pity. <laughs> for the Lord, right? Yeah, God doesn't want our pity. Ah. <laughs> so, Jesus, why you go to the cross for me? So poor thing, you know. He did a spiritual act from his physical, what he went. And that spiritual act was to remove all our sins, take our punishment, so that you and me, every human being who would receive Jesus, can now access the spiritual realm, the kingdom of God, and live like his brother, live like another Jesus on this planet Earth. Right? So he said, weep for yourself. <laughs> no need to weep for me. So we, look, we always see everything in the physical. All right? But God wants us to bring us to another level. He said, come, ascend to my realm and see the spiritual. When you see the spiritual, all of you will never be the same again. Okay, that's who you are in Christ. So, his eyes were like flames of fire. <laughs> so, it's wonderful, right? Elijah, Elijah, Magdalene, right? When the fire of God come upon you. Why? Because Jesus is looking at you. You want Jesus to look at you? <laughs> so, when he look at you, uh, in the natural boyfriend, girlfriend, you look into each other's eyes, right? And then what you see? Oh, huh? A passion, fire, love, <laughs> Korean drama, whatever drama, right? This love, do, 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 signal to the other person's eyes, right? And they can feel the passion of the other party, of their lover. So our lover, Jesus Christ in the spirit, when he look at you, it's flames of fire. No wonder you feel hot. Ah. <laughs> right? Fire, but his fire is changing you. Right, healing you, touching you, bringing, letting you know he loves you. Okay, after the fire, you feel, oh, thank you, God. He's looking at you. You want him to look at you more? <laughs> then you'll feel more fire. Okay, because his eyes are like flames of fire. So this glorified person is, not, is really not in the physical realm that we always look at. All right, his feet. So if Jesus' presence here, you will always feel fire, hot. <laughs> okay. His feet were gleaming like bright metal as they, 
as though they were glowing in fire. Remember, I taught you all the word of God that say God is a consuming fire. Okay, God is love. The other thing about God, God one is God is spirit, John 4, 24. God is love and then God is a consuming fire. So wherever he is, there is fire, right? Elisha now can feel the fire everywhere, <laughs> right? Put your hand there, you feel fire. You felt the fire here uh, two weeks ago. Wherever you go, the fire won't leave you. All right, the Holy Spirit as well as Jesus. His feet are gleaming like bright metal as they were going, and his voice was the roar of many rushing waters. Ah, when God speaks, <laughs> right? So when you prophesy, there is a power inside you. It's louder than the microphone. We have a new cute microphone, right? <laughs> right? So when Jesus talked in the, uh, in the days when he was here, no microphone, right? Ah, it was the echo of the the, uh, the area around him that thousands of people can listen and hear what he says, right? When he talks, he says it's like a roar of rushing water. Anyone have you heard the waves and rushing water loud or not? Loud, right? And nice to hear also, right? <laughs> okay, so that's how Jesus talked, loud and clear. So it won't be like, don't know whether he talked or not, did he, did he say? Right? It's very loud and clear, right? Same as Holy Spirit talked but it will always be in line with God's word. He won't go and tell you to go jump down the, the window. That is not God, okay? So because he gave life, right? So when the Holy Spirit talked to both of us, right? Abigail, <laughs> interesting, right? That's the name he wanted to give you. And then talk to me. Yes, this is the name that I want you to give to X John. <laughs> And I said, Abigail? <laughs> sure not. Holy Spirit, Abigail? <laughs> yes, many times he tell me, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, all right. So that day itself, yesterday, right? When she, is it yesterday? Day before? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's when you, you, you said, right? And you came into the session and then you say, not Don't Abigail. tell me not, not Abigail. What in my heart? Oh my God. You. <laughs> Not Abigail, right? Uh, she said, hey, how come she said not Abigail, right? Is it she don't want the word, the name Abigail or what? And then that is the name that, you know, already, I mean, took down the meaning of Abigail really. So can hear God, very clear one, okay? God can speak. And this is what you're going to hear, right? Yeah, so first time, oh, maybe not first time, but the loudest time that, Abigail heard from God, right? It's her name. <laughs> and then they're going to be more and more. Isn't that wonderful? That is where he's going to use you. First, you need to hear him say, Lord, use me, use me. I want to serve you. You cannot even hear him. <laughs> then, out, right? So the first part is, that's why we built our spirit man first, right? As we hear how to build this spirit man, the heart, then suddenly all our senses, spirit senses are Ah, working already. Last time, rusty. <laughs> no oil, right? Rusty, no oil. Holy Spirit, fire, anointing, the word, all now got oil already. Now can hear already. Most of you are beginning to hear God, beginning to see the realm of the Spirit. And it started from building your spirit man. Then the fire of God come. Okay, so 
exciting, right? To be able to hear Holy Spirit. <clears throat> In the right hand, he held seven stars. Okay, out of his mouth, there was a double-edged sword. So double-edged sword, the Bible tells us is what? Ah, God's word. So God don't speak other, uh, Jesus don't speak other things. <laughs> okay, he don't have a mixture, right? He speak purely. And that is, he is the living word, right? So whatever he speaks, it's already been revealed to us in the Bible. And his face was shining like the brightness of the blinding sun. Or in the other, uh, in uh, Greek, it is the noonday sun. The most blinding part of the sun is at 12 o'clock noon. Yeah? So it is so bright. That's why a lot of people in the world today, or Christians or even non-Christians, when they have a vision of Christ, they will see Bright light. Ah, you all saw right? <laughs> Amazing, right? As the Lord appears to each one. But there is no uh, necessity unless there is a special reason that God come to you that way. But it doesn't mean everyone has to see the bright light. Okay? <laughs> we come to God by faith. Right? But if he chooses to appear good. So, and then the devil also, we need to know the correct one. Because the devil can come as an angel of light. So in the other, in the religions of the world, you have certain names of gods called light, right? In the, in the Hindu uh, gods, they are all lights. That's why they call it the festival of light. In the Bible, there's a verse, a few verses that say the devil comes as angel of light. So a lot of confusion. So we need to know the real one. And how? From the word. Okay? When this light comes, all right, it brings revelation, brings peace in our heart. Okay? So, when he saw him, when John saw him, when I saw him, I fell down at his feet as good as dead. So, this is a physical manifestation of Christ to John. So, when God appears, what happened to John? When Jesus appeared to him, he still stand there. It's the supernatural realm, right? God is supernatural. So when he appeared, he fell down. And that's what happened, right? When the presence of God comes, the anointing is people fall down. So it's nothing to be afraid of. It's normal, according to the Bible, right? Because a greater power coming down. Your body cannot take that power. That's why it fall down, right? He cannot stand. I fell down at his feet as good as? Okay, that's why they, uh, in the word of God, it says called slain in the spirit <laughs> in the Old Testament way or the old way of uh, saying falling under the power is slain in the spirit. It's like they all died. Okay, so in the past, right, when the first time these things happened in the presence of God or in the church, right, a lot of believers or people who attended the meetings where this thing happened, they got scared. Right, they call the doctors in, go and test them. <laughs> because it's like a, a Amy Simple McPherson, the one who started the four square, right? Uh, the four square uh, denomination in America. So many uh, miracles, signs, and wonders happened in her testimony. One of which is while she was preaching, suddenly stopped. Like say she was preaching like that and then stopped for I think about two to three days. She just stopped there. <laughs> so what happened? It's a sign and wonder, right? 
it's like dead already, but standing like that, no movement. Normally, if no movement, everything is like a dead person, right? Only a dead person got no movement. So during that time when she stopped, when God made her, you know, like that, a lot of people came. So today, today she stopped maybe like 1,000 people. Then everyone, they go out and say, this preacher <laughs> suddenly stopped like that. It's a wonder. So the next day, maybe another, I'm not sure about the numbers, but the crowd begin to grow. And then finally, second or third day, this real one, she started to move and started to talk again, to preach as if nothing happened. <laughs> to her, she was probably caught up in that realm. But to the physical realm, a few days have passed. But during that time, more people came to listen to her. This is not in the uh, many thousand years ago. This one is quite recent, probably in the 19th century or 20th century. All right. So these are things that God is a uh, science and wonders, the manifestation of God in man, all right, on this earth that are going to be restored back for the world to see the glory of God and to know that this our God is a great God. And she began to preach and many more people got saved and healed. So if there's, don't worry about, you know, if you invite people, they come in and then, oh, they see all these manifestations. If some, they're meant to come and grow, right? It's just explaining to them what happened, all right? And they have a desire because a lot of people outside there, they move in power also. Demonic power. Okay, Venice, you know that, right? You had the experience of that in the temple. You have the mediums and all that. And some people don't even want to receive Jesus because you said, well, Jesus got no power. My religion got power. Right? So don't limit yourself to think that, oh, you better have the normal meeting, nothing happened one, <laughs> just to make sure to please everyone in case people come in and they, they get scared. There's a lie of the devil. All right. But the true ones who really want God, they want to see the power of God. All right. And when you go to missions, that's where the challenge is. All right. Even here also have, but missions even more. Because they delve into demonic power a lot. That's where all the witch doctors are, right? All the mediums and all that. They got certain kind of power. And then the Christian go there. I'll tell you about Jesus. No power one. <laughs> okay. Sick also cannot heal. All right. Nothing can do one. Just talk. They don't want your God. All right. So many testimonies. All right. Of uh, remember what did Jesus give to them, to his disciples, when he said, go and preach the gospel? Uh, yes. What else? He said, what? You shall. He gave you what? Power. Power to do what? You shall. <laughs> okay, and then you shall. What do you do with the power? Huh? Okay, what did he do? Matthew 28. You lay hands on the sick and they get healed. You can? Ah, cast out demons. What realm is that? <laughs> the spiritual realm, right? Then what else? You drink poison, it shall not harm you. All these are signs and wonders, miraculous realm in another realm. This one, all of you can. That's what Jesus said. Okay? So in that 
realm, all right? There are many who are stuck in that realm without Jesus. Bomos. You cannot go and preach to a bomo if you don't even have any God's power. The bomo enter you. <laughs> no, not frightening. Cannot enter you. Okay. But this is what happens. All right. When Christians go out without understanding, all right, the Holy Spirit, the power, and what who who is inside us, the greater one over sickness, over disease, over demons, over spirits of this world, right? That his his uh, agents, the devil's agents, or the bomos, the mediums, the witch doctors, how to get to them? Accept the power of God. There's so many witch doctors uh, got saved through Catherine Kuhlman's meeting because her meeting got nothing natural there. The only natural thing is she stand up and preach for two to three hours. <laughs> okay. After that, it's all Holy Spirit. It's all the power of God. Right? And these people, the bomos, the witch doctors, all they come from everywhere with what? Skepticism. It's not they come believing, okay, there I will believe in God and then I will get healed. No, but somehow someone said, go there because they got problem, got brain tumor or whatever. And they went in there, the power of God came down, just like in the book of Acts. People get healed. Right? The conviction of the Holy Spirit comes. Catherine Kilman didn't do much. Cannot lay hands on them also. Thousands of people there. But where? It's the power of God manifested. God can use anyone, right? Even if you still have a few more sessions to go in a hospital, Mandolin, right? You live in the fire of God inside you. You can go and lay hand for someone and the power of God can fall on that person. Yeah, this is who is inside you rather than, I'm so scared of sickness or scared of disease. No, disease is scared of you. The devil is scared of you. So that's who we are. Jesus said, go out into the world. Okay? The church, the believers are not meant to forever stay in the church. After they get equipped in the church to learn, they have to go out where? Into the world. The world means the unbelievers, the people who don't know God, who are in captives by the lies of the devil, who got you know, possessed by the devil, oppressed by the devil, sickness and all that. And who are the ones going to set them free? Yes, you. All right, Evelyn Go, Adeline Go, Magdalene Go. Wow, beautiful. Okay. Abigail. Abigail. Yes, thank you, Abigail. <laughs> Abigail means joy of the Father. All right. And many more things. All right. Elijah, Daphne, uh, Hannah. All right. Sarah Ng. All right. Elijah Ling, Dennis. Okay. Uh, Cheng Lan. All right. You are the ones to go out, preach the gospel with power. Okay, not preach the gospel with fear, <laughs> with power, because greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. And you begin to see this realm of God, right? The, the, the witch doctor, I told you, right, so many stories with the snake, the most poisonous one, came to this lady, I forgot her name again, right? In Africa. And what was the story? What was the testimony? Can you remember? Ah, so he, he was there to kill her. Then she first had to hear what Holy Spirit said. 
<laughs> I said, that's why I teach you all when you're ministering, before you minister, learn how to tune in to God, Holy Spirit. Here, not every situation is we are led by the Spirit. Not every situation straight away cuts out this or straight away this one. Okay, listen to what the Holy Spirit says first. Okay, so beginning, you may take longer time. For me, maybe so long in it, very fast. Okay, here. Okay, so but they have to start first. Hear what he said. So this lady is already very experienced. Immediately, she gave the word of knowledge, what Holy Spirit tell her to say to this witch doctor who hold the most poisonous snakes. You can find it in YouTube also. And then you say, just say this to him. Probably we wouldn't think of it. That's why it's only Holy Spirit who knows what to say. She just said to the witch doctor, all these years, aren't you tired already? That means doing this witchcraft thing. Wow. So when it is a word from Holy Spirit, from God, that you call a word of knowledge, that word already went deep into his heart. If for us, we may not say, don't come near me. The police all far, far away, you know? Or what we will say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. <laughs> right? If we are moving in our own logic or understanding, so very important, the spiritual realm is listening to him first. So when he said that thing, this wish doctor, yes, he said yes. Instead of going to take the serpent, to uh, the, the snake to kill the minister of God, this woman of God, he surrendered himself. He said, yes, I'm tired. He said, do you want Jesus can help you receive the Lord? Just killed the snakes and got baptized, his girlfriend, who had leprosy, was healed during the water baptism. See, signs and wonders, spirit and power. Right? So y'all still want to go out mission? <laughs> Challenging, right? Ah, so don't go out mission just like that. Go with the power of God. Alright? And the love of God for them. She also, he, she had compassion just like Jesus had. Right? If you don't have compassion, she wouldn't have said, Aren't you tired? She looked at this man, witch doctor, with compassion. This witch doctor, many, many years, all right, being a witch doctor in his village. We go with the compassion people, whether it's mission or your next door neighbor, your office people, or whoever. So I say, it's the compassion of God in your heart. Do you want to see a miracle because of the sake of being a miracle that everyone can say, I perform miracles? Or do we actually pray for someone because you have the compassion of, and you hate the suffering in that person, the suffering of sickness in that person. But, you know, that's how Jesus went around healing the sick. He had compassion for them. He had compassion for the mother who lost the son. Right? It is very different. That's why we learn about the Dalai and the Hebrew letters. The first thing is God coming down, humbling himself. So we know we got nothing. There's nothing to boast about. It's not, wow, so happy, you know, miracle happened here. Do we have, you know, let God put that love for that person who is suffering from that sickness first. From that compassion comes the power of God. Okay? Otherwise, we, you know, when we, every time we pass by in the road on, the, on this planet, wherever you live, how many times we just pass by people who are suffering and nothing, nothing inside our heart. You feel nothing. <laughs> you're on the way to the market. You know? 
have you seen, especially last time in, I don't know, many years I didn't go that place in Pataling uh, Street. Did you all notice these people? Yeah, maybe they were syndicate or what, but they crawl on the floor. Yeah, how do you feel when you see them all? You know, put a coin there, right? It's not about us. It's the, when the, the compassion of Jesus come inside you plus the power of God. It's natural that your spirit man will feel compassion for that person. And also, besides that compassion, which other people also can have, it's something inside you that want to say, oh, I wish I can go there and say, in Jesus' name, be healed. That's your spirit man. Your spirit man telling you. The natural man won't be able to say that, right? <laughs> so, long time you may think, put it aside. Have you ever felt like that? After you know the Lord, that you, you know Jesus can heal that person. Only Jesus can heal, you know, all the legs, all, you know, whatever suffering they have. Or you just bypass and then don't see anything. Okay? When your spirit man is activated, God will open your consciousness, all right, to people, not just their suffering, but their need for Jesus. Always remember, you are here not to just. Uh, have compassion for humanity, all right? The unbelievers also got, but we are here to tell them that they need Jesus Christ. Only Jesus is their answer. Okay, heal them physically, and most important, their spirit. They will die without Jesus, all right? And this is real, okay? That's why we need to let the Holy Spirit fill us until you just overflow with it, right? You cannot contain it. Now you go to market differently. Suddenly you see people. <laughs> Last time we only see vegetables. <laughs> Correct or not? <laughs> yeah, you only see fruits, you see vegetables. But when God touch your heart, it's just like, you know, when God spirit come and touch Smith Lucas Worth and all these men and women, what happened to them? You don't know what happened to them already. In the spirit, right, there is a passion and compassion for souls. That will happen to you supernaturally by the Holy Spirit, right? Because He has chosen you. So if you don't see vegetables only, okay? <laughs> see people wherever you are, right? Who need Jesus. Since I'm the beginning, I'm the end. Okay, the living one. I was dead. Probably today cannot finish all, okay? So the living one, I'm alive and I hold the keys. Who hold the keys? You know, we look for keys, right? Let me share about keys. <laughs> oh no, spectacle. <laughs> okay, right? So the keys is to unlock problems in life, to unlock doors that are locked, right? Blessings or whatever. Who hold the keys to death and the unseen world? Jesus. Jesus. You have Jesus or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no matter what problem come to you, whether it's yours or somebody else, right? Right? Jesus has the answer, right? As either the Holy Spirit or the Word of God. Okay, that's why we need to put the Word of God. There's the wisdom of God. You only give God's Word to unlock people's lives. Because this is my problem. You hear in your spirit, the Word of God come. Holy Spirit say, actually, all you've been hearing is not the problem, <laughs> right? He will give you the exact answer to that person's problem. The person may not even know it or don't know how to tell it. So it tell you one long story. But you click into the Holy Spirit. 
with the word of God inside you. That's why we really need the word. Right? Then you have the wisdom to go straight to the point. Right? It's not this, right? And then the person begin to yeah, cry or burst out or whatever it is. You touch the person, the key open the door. All right. Sometimes it's a, a key of love. You just need to love that person. Right? They just need love. And you say, oh, this is so irritating. <laughs> Their client or whatever. Actually, the Holy Spirit can tell you this person just needs love. Yeah. And who can give this love? Yeah. From true? Yeah, to you. Okay, so listen first, all right? He has the keys. Go to him. I want you to write all this down, okay? Uh, this one, we can skip this. All right, then suddenly, after I wrote down all these messages, I saw a portal or a door open in the heavenly realm and the some trumpet's voice said, ascend into this realm, right? This is why I, when the Holy Spirit quickened this to me, I put this as the title of today's message. <clears throat> That means in other version, come up, come up. <laughs> okay, come up from all the distractions of the world, right? Come up to where he is, right? You can see Abigail very different <laughs> ever since, right? The Holy Spirit began to touch her in the in the worship and bring that that day started everything. Correct? Yeah. Where she was caught up from this realm already. <laughs> she never see you already, right? She go into a dance and from there begin to be able to hear the Holy Spirit, right? And of course, God is not finished with her. God is not finished with any one of us, right? We are still in the process, right? But go into his realm. Come up. Jesus said, come up. Song of Solomon, come up. Always come up. Never say go down. <laughs> go down is to hell. Don't belong to us. Only the devil, we tell them, go back into hell where you belong, right? But Jesus is always telling us, come up. Come up higher. Come up higher, Madeline. Come up, I want to speak to you. I want to communicate commune with you. Come up, higher Adeline. Ah, there's a vision that he wants to show you, okay? I want to reveal to you. Why he call, call, call us up? Why he ask us to go into that realm? Revelation, right? Just now the verse. I want to reveal to you a lot of things, right? I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. That's the prophetic realm. Okay? We're all living in the prophetic realm because all of us have the spirit of Christ. The spirit of Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Okay? Not just knowing things about the future, who is the next president, that one is for certain prophets only. Okay? But right, understanding what is happening is all in line with God's word. And not say, oh, why are like this thing? Uh, when you understand the revelation, okay? that there are certain things that happen, certain things not supposed to happen, all right? So that is the revelation. So instantly I was taken into the spirit realm and behold, I saw a heavenly throne being set in place and someone seated upon it. Huh? So obviously most of you haven't read <laughs> because your, your description of the throne are not very accurate. <laughs> but let's see today. You know, actually, I didn't wanted to start with this, but go around and around, around. It took me many hours to prepare this and the Holy Spirit brought me back to this, right? <clears throat> I saw a heavenly throne. So I think this is what Evelyn go like to see, right? <laughs> In heaven, okay? And I believe Kate also wants a throne set in place, someone seated upon it. Okay, this is from the Bible, not from anybody's uh, vision. So 
this is exactly what it is. Also confirmed in other by other prophets, Ezekiel and all that. Hmm? So in this throne, throne always speak of what? Authority, right? The king, all right, sits on a throne. The king rules from the throne. Okay, so we have God is sitting on the throne. So don't have to worry. <laughs> our God, our father is on the throne. He is in charge of everything. He didn't come out from the throne. All right. And his appearance was like sparkling like crystal. So just now, uh, Madeline, Sister Madeline was sharing to me about her visions that she received. So I didn't know she got these visions. All right. She shared with me earlier. But the Holy Spirit wanted me to share about this realm today. Right, the, the spiritual realm, the realm of God, the realm of visions, dreams, heaven. Okay, some of you have been seeing visions, right? His appearance was like crystal. Okay, yeah. right, crystal. That is the commentary. Okay, it's like quartz, word used to describe modern jasper. All right, and uh, clear as crystal. So, you have seen what's crystal. All right, we saw a little big one. Huh? In heaven, is the big, big one. The throne is like crystal. So very, very clear. And then glowing like a chameleon gemstone. So if you don't have gems here, don't worry. <laughs> don't need to worry about gold, no diamond, no this one. Up in heaven, waiting for us, right? We will be surrounded by gems. Big, big ones, bright ones in heaven. Here, very small, okay? <laughs> It's a mineral red in color. So, in fact, some people said it's very hard to describe heaven because what is there, sometimes words cannot really fully describe. That's why you always say like this, like that. You're using the terms of earth to try to describe what is in heaven. As a glassy, translucent gemstone, semi-precious gemstone, okay, comes from a commune. So, is cherry red, so you don't even have this gemstone on earth that is exists in heaven. So wonderful, right? To go to heaven. Surrounding the throne was a circle of green light, like an emerald rainbow. So you have this throne like crystal, right? Very bright. And then you have a circle. Ah, I think just now Madeline shared with me, right? About an orbit like that, circle of lights. See? God give us glimpses of heaven, glimpses of the spiritual realm. Green, always new beginning, like an emerald rain light. See, it's light. So that means it's not exactly, it's just light. But it's much more, much, much, much more glorious. And circling the great throne were 24 thrones and elders in glistening white garments seated there wearing a golden crown of victory. So they all got crowned, so all around. And pulsing from the throne were blinding flashes of lightning. Okay? Lightning is often an emblem of the revelation word of God, meaning for us here, but up there in heaven, it was real flashes of lightning. So don't be scared of lightning. <laughs> it, won't, it won't kill you. Breaking forth on the earth, which dismantles the work of Satan, Right? Those are scriptures on lightning. As God's word goes forth, there will always be voices to carry the fresh revelation of heaven. And in front of the throne, there was a pavement like crystal sea of glass. Again, right? those torches, crystal sea. So it's a huge sea speaking of 
like the Red Sea, miracles of the Red Sea crossing, <clears throat> the Sea of Humanity. So when you see, uh, I think Evelyn Go was asking me, well, how, where, where to learn all this? <laughs> okay, as you read the Bible, the Bible will give interpret itself. Okay, and the more you understand, you read, you can research a bit in concordance, but Bible, interpret Bible. Okay, so here you see like a sea of humanity. All right, when you see sea in your visions or pictures, it's always humanity or people. Okay, or it can also be blessings. The first <clears throat> living creature, so there were living creatures there as well. Living creature, that means it's a creature that John cannot use words to explain already. All right, and this is how he explained it. One looked like a lion, the other an ox, and the third, a human face. The fourth is like the eagle in flight. So actually, what are all these? They speak of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, in other scriptures, Jesus is like a lion, lion of Judah, like an ox, a servant. Okay, and all this is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John also, where each disciple depicted Christ <clears throat> in different ways. And the face of the four living, each of the four living creatures has six wings, full of eyes. <clears throat> they worship huh, without ceasing. <laughs> Here we half an hour, why so long? <laughs> One hour, wow, this church, I don't want to go already. The, the worship so long. <laughs> uh, up there, but you cannot take it in the natural if it's just draggy. But if you enter into the spirit where the anointing is, you come out very fast, right? It's mm -hmm. like, how many minutes do you need? Why so short one? <laughs> so when you all enter into the spirit realm, you're going to say, why so short? <laughs> and actually, one hour passes already. Okay? Because there in heaven, they are going to worship. How long? <laughs> yeah, without ceasing. Lord, here I can only worship you 10 minutes. Huh? And there is uh, without ceasing all day and night. Practice here first. <laughs> Go there, you will get a shock. Okay. Day and night. This is how with the spirit. The spirit man don't get tired of worshipping God. You see how weak our spirit man is? Everything is ruled by our body <laughs> here. So we need to suppress this body. Paul said, I discipline this body. <laughs> Let the spirit man take over. Okay. And holy singing. Very easy one, their song. <laughs> their song only got a few words. Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty. Okay, slowly we're going to compress the songs when you're more getting into, uh, uh, into the spirit and sing simple words. That's why it's just praising God. Okay, so when, how, why people, Christians, they like the sentimental songs of, uh, you know, who I am, what I went through, Jesus, you helped me. Because they haven't seen God yet. Right? But when we begin to see God, who he is, how powerful, manifested in our lives, all we need to say is very simple words. <laughs> holy, holy, holy. That's where you all have experienced testimonies during the week. Okay? So you no more focus on yourself. I you say, wow, God, you're so good. You protect my family, you protect my children, you give me visions, you give me dreams, you heal me, and so forth. So, Elijah, when you come into the presence, when corporately we come in together to worship God, you no need to think of 
who you are, what you are. You just say, oh God, you're so good. You're worthy. You're holy. I came here to thank you, worship you. Okay? Day and night. If you think here is very long, always go back to this verse. <laughs> and then Holy Spirit will tell you, long. Huh? <laughs> Day and night or there. This is where we will end up in eternity. All right? Who was and is. So roughly, roughly, okay? These are artists who are able to roughly bring it up. All right? The throne room of heaven will probably look something like this, but of course more glorious. Huh? All right? The throne by uh, surrounded, there are some lightnings there, and then surrounded by green emerald, all right, like a circle on the throne. They cannot see God too bright. And then there are 24 elders talking about Israel, and then the different faces of these living creatures that are also described in the book of Ezekiel. Ah, different from what we think heaven is, right? <laughs> but heaven a lot of noise. <laughs> because these living creatures in, in the book of Ezekiel, they move around with the wheels and all that very noisy one. Right? At the same time, but when they start to worship God, when they say everyone synchronized, holy, holy, holy. And then all bow, bow down as dead. This is your eternity. <laughs> we only have a glimpse of it. Right through the visions given to John. So why every time when you all see visions, it's always bright light. Okay, why it's beautiful lights like rainbow, all the colors. Right, God is giving you the spiritual realm, His realm that is full of glory. All right, Shekinah, His glory coming down as your as He give you sometimes in your dreams, in your visions. Right, this is or when you are lying down under the anointing. Right, flashes of light will flow through you. Why? Because he's taking you up to his realm. This is his realm. Over here, you see what? <laughs> All the lights, you don't want to see one. <laughs> okay? but he take you into his realm where there is the beauty of God, which you cannot even imagine. Whenever the living creatures gave glory, honor, and thanks to the one who lives forever, the 24 elders will fall face down. See, where God began to come and fill this place. That's why people keep on falling down. Because in heaven, most of the time you are face down. <laughs> Especially when it's time worshipping the Lord. Okay, To the one seated on the throne. This is to help us see how great is your God. Following from where the Holy Spirit is leading us into the uh, revelations of the Hebrew letters. And why bring this out? I never planned to, to share this. It's the glory of God is coming in to us. Are you excited? Yeah, this is what God wants. And then, you know, Madeline, Adelaide, you're all seeing visions. Okay, why? The glory of God is coming down. All right, in the last days. And they surrounded, their, they, they surrendered their, their crowns. And they only say, again, very simple, you are worthy of our Lord God to receive glory, honor, and power for you created all things. What's the main revelation, right? That God wants us to know. He is the source. He's the Aleph, the creator. That's why he's worthy. Because of him, he came down. Now we can go up. Okay? And you created all things for your pleasure. For him. In heaven, there's no uh, pastor, Stephanie, or 
pastor, Smith uh, Wigglesworth or whoever. Who is the center of everything? Christ. Yeah, God, Christ, Jesus, right? The Lamb seated on the throne. Okay, it's not about us anymore. Only thing here, we got the privilege to preach the gospel, to minister, right? So that we can have more crowns in heaven. Other than that, at that time, all eyes are on Jesus. One day, so this is a little bit about the Old Testament. Okay, how God wanted to manifest himself also all the time, right? And that time, because Jesus haven't died, through, there are many, so I'll just bring up a few, right? Where God wanted to come down. And he came here in the, uh, to Moses, he appeared. And after that, Moses changed already, right? He began to be able to lead the children of Israel out. He humbled himself. When God manifested himself, the angel of the Lord appeared to him from a burning bush. Some of you have heard this story where God came down and the fire, it was fire. Ah, okay, and Madeline, more fire. <laughs> right, fire is the presence of God. Very beautiful, okay? So the, fire, the, the bush didn't burn, but that it was like fire. Right? So when revival comes, it's like this. You all only feel the heat, feel the warmth and the fire of God, but the building won't be burned down. So don't worry, the house still will be all right. <laughs> okay, Elijah, only... The fire come here. And then he said to himself, strange, right? Go and see what it is. But in the fire, what I put this verse here is because when the fire of God comes, right? when you feel the heat, it's for a purpose. All right? Either it's for healing, right? Elijah can feel the healing. If you are sick, uh, Magdalene, for you to heal. Okay? But if there is no sickness, nothing, then what else is in the fire? God wants to spit. All right? God wants to give you power. Okay? Fire can burn all the nonsense in our lives, the dross, as well. It can give light, can give oil, fuel. All right? So it gives you the power. Holy Spirit came like fire, right? At, at Pentecost. Right? And then God spoke to him through the fire. So when you're under the fire, remember just now I said, open your spiritual ears. <laughs> all right? Like a, I think you told your daughter, right? Ah, ask God what you want. I am here, your servant. Speak, Lord. <laughs> he wants to speak to you. He cannot catch your attention while we are busy running around. Put you down there, like dead, like that. <laughs> and then fire come down. You cannot do anything, cannot move, right? Like even uh, Janice, uh, little child, was under the anointing or the fire, two years old that time, right? He got so shocked, just running around everywhere, <laughs> you know, in the meeting. And then, whoop, when the anointing went upon him, this little boy, very mischievous, that's how you saw, right? Suddenly, stuck there. <laughs> it's very funny. He's stuck there. And then he, he opened his eyes, but he cannot move his body. <laughs> I think, the, you know, the angel or the fire stopped him. After that, for, for a short while, uh, then he, he got up, he ran to the mother, didn't want to run anywhere. <laughs> So if you have, you know, children super active, just pray for them, lay hand, the fire come down, they got stuck, right? And many have these experiences. That's why Smart Jewels, all right, all these children, I want them to be under the fire, right? They need to know the presence of God. 
Okay, very different from young Kate and Derek, all that need to have the fire of God. And they will automatically, you know, have that fire, learn how to release that fire to others, other children. <clears throat> what does it mean? God is real, right? The real God, even the child also scared. All right, not with the fear, fear, but realize, you know. So one preacher last time, charismatic, you know, said, don't worry about the children, very naughty. You just bring them, <laughs> come under the power pot. <laughs> After that, they don't want to be not Some are even more funny. I heard this one, you know, the, the, the preacher talking to the, the very mischievous boy. God, under the anointing, cannot move. You want to misbehave some more? I don't want to want to. <laughs> See, God help you, right? <laughs> the parent, so typical, this child, you know, so naughty, all that, put under the anointing, you can tell that they know it's a, something is, you know, but it's not bad one, right? But it's just that they cannot move. Okay, that's the power of God, right? Take off your sandals where the, uh, I am the God who was worshipped by your ancestor. God wants to talk to you. Uh, okay? <laughs> okay? God wants to talk to you. Reveal to you. A lot of things. And one of the things God wants to tell him is, is that I will use you. In the fire, always service. Right? Because these ministers are flames of fire. When God begins to put fire on you, anointing on you, right? he has picked you okay, to serve him. Because without the fire, we serve him with our own strength. All right? So he says to, what? To, to Moses, I will bring my people out of Egypt. God's heart is always to deliver people. And then I'll bring you to a good land, rich with milk and honey. Yeah, the blessing of God. God wants to pour out, but he needs to talk to his servants. Okay? I will give them the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, and all that uh, live. God wants to give to you. So just say, talk, Lord, tell me. All right, the people of Israel. So there's so many instances. Another one, all right, how God appeared. This is a manifested glory which we are experiencing Right uh, here in the wilderness, God was to them during the day. The Lord went ahead of them as a thick cloud, and during the night, He went in a flaming fire. Okay, and the way of the Lord lead them at all times. Let God lead you with His fire, with the Holy Spirit. Okay, no, don't lead by <laughs> fortune teller lead you. Okay, God will lead you, Holy Spirit, with the fire for protection. For light. So again, you know, all over the Bible, God wanted to manifest his presence, all right? And show men and live with us. When the priests came out of the holy temple, so from the tabernacle, they went to the temple, Solomon's temple, and then the cloud filled. Uh, look at this. The cloud filled the house as they were worshipping the Lord. The priests are the ones who worship, right? In those days. And the, when the presence of God come in, Today, can you just not put down anywhere, any church or whatever? But can you imagine you go into a worship or service? Nothing happens. Right? <laughs> this is what will happen, right? The cloud will come. The worship resemble what? Symbolize what? God's presence. God's presence. So today is fellowship without God's presence. You're the one already, right? <laughs> After you tasted God's presence, you don't want to go in and then. We worship God, we hear God's word, there's no presence. You know, even when there's uh, preaching, all right, the presence of God comes, people get touched, people get healed. We can feel hot, like Elisha was saying, you know, that day he came, he can feel heat 
right? God is touching different parts, okay? So the glory of God, the priest cannot stand to minister because of the cloud. And the glory for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord, okay? So today, there is an individual, individual feeling because our body is a temple of God, all right? So the Holy Spirit fill you. Inside your heart, you can feel hot like Elijah. You, know, you can feel heat uh, like Madeline up here, here, everywhere. All right? Especially when the word of God goes forth. And corporately, all right, that's why you call that corporate anointing. Come, all right? The physical meeting, this one is already caught by the Holy Spirit. Right? Whatever it is, come. You know, together, each one of you are a minister of fire. Each one of you carry the presence of God. When we come together, the corporate the Holy Spirit, the fire of God come, okay, and rest upon his house, okay, and then many more things happen. The Shekinah glory, this is called Shekinah, is a dwelling or settling of the divine, right? So what you're experiencing is the divine God settling here, settling in your lives, okay, and never want to leave you anymore. Huh? Elijah, the fire of God will not leave you after you go for appointment, Lay hand on the doctor. <laughs> Pass the fire to him. Okay, the night in the field. So that's many instances. I'm picking up a few. Okay, that there were even when uh, the angels appeared. All right, in Bethlehem before Jesus birth. Right, the brightness of the Lord's glory flashed around them. The shepherds were frightened. Okay, so it's always happening. All right, so the lie of the devil is wow. Is it from the devil or what? Okay, no. This is in this is God's glory. All right, it's always right. Saul kept, and then on the way, there's an incident of Saul also after Jesus, right? Saul, you know who is Saul, right? Today is Paul. Okay, he was uh, one that was threatening to kill the, the disciples and the Christians, and on the road to Damascus, that's where he met Jesus. As he traveled, he approached Damascus, going to kill, going to kill Adeline. <laughs> and what happened? Suddenly, a light from heaven flashed around him. You see, God was protecting his church also, his body, his people. But this encounter with God, how beautiful, right? A light from heaven flashed around him, displaying the glory and majesty of Christ. Beautiful. Mm. Um, uh, Adeline said, like someone on the light, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the light. God appeared. Ah, now for what? Eh? Ah, why he appeared like that? Eh? The more he appeared, the more <laughs> things for you to do. No, anyone also can, okay? But God knows, right? Who needs that uh, that light from heaven to appear? And he fell down. All right? So he fell off the horse. Right? Okay? So automatically, when the greater power comes to you, your body cannot take it, you will fall. And Joel 2.27 talks about the prophecy of the end days, hmm? where he's going to, I am the Lord your God, my people will never be ashamed. It shall come to pass afterwards, which is the last days, which is our time, or even actually at the Pentecost. It starts from Pentecost until now, in the book of Acts. I will pour out my spirit 
we are experiencing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. All right, and it's not for us here beginning, right? But it has already happened many years already. All right, I will pour out. So it's the understanding that what's happening to you, Madeline, is God is pouring out the Spirit, okay, onto you upon all flesh. That means all people, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So. Is prophecy something alien? It's for everyone. Are you a daughter of God? Ah, so I say, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall prophesy. You will speak God. You will speak things into being. You will speak the mind of God, right? The word of God. You are healed, you know, and you will declare the blessings of the promises of God. You will declare the gospel of God. So you begin to prophesy on his sons and daughters, unless you are not a son or daughter, <laughs> okay, or there's no outpouring in your life, uh, no Holy Spirit, so Jesus said, must have Holy Spirit baptism, and the baptism of fire is very important, it all started there, right, Holy Spirit power, please, for you, <laughs> can you remember, it all started there, and then your daughter tricked you to come, right? <laughs> come and witness your son's uh, baptism, right? Yeah, your daughter loves you so much. Okay? And that time, the Holy Spirit, poof, touched you. You're never the same as before. Right? The fire of God fill you, to use you, to pour out himself to you. One day you will, and you will begin to prophesy God's word. Okay, also upon the servants and on the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. Okay, so a little bit on pour out. What does it mean? Not, not the one that we just pour, like you pour some tea for you and coffee, which is limited to a little bit, right? This one is to spill forth, all right? Shofak, okay? Intensively sprawl out, cast out, gush out. Okay, so it says the living waters flow up, gush out from your belly. So God is a generous God, right? He don't give you a little bit. <laughs> he give you more and more, right? When pour out the joy, oh, you beginning a little bit, now the wow, start to roll already. <laughs> more and more and more. Yeah, so it, you just receive because it is a pouring of the Holy Spirit. But whether you, you get it or don't, don't feel bad or condemn or whatever, but just know that you want this outpouring of the Holy Spirit at the end is for, your, for you to be used by God, not in your own ability, right? There is so much more with be beyond. You know, like Evelyn Go, you have such a big heart to want to reach to many people around the world, but God said, you cannot do it by your own strength, right? It is by my spirit and I have to, I know what is, can be hindering. I know what are the limitations of human strength or limit and he says the holy spirit come because he always said it's by my holy spirit all the prophecies all right jesus died so that we can access now right without him we can have no access okay now because of jesus so jesus work is to give us direct access <laughs> because then only become sons and daughters then only we can inherit but the holy spirit come is to do the work that Jesus did, even Jesus need Holy Spirit, right? Before he performed miracles. So for us, before we can go and do what Jesus did, and greater words, we need the Holy Spirit. Yes. So he only knows what we need. So he pour out, we just receive. All right? Receive, 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 receive. Be filled, be filled, be filled. 
Ah, sounds like what Madeline said, right? <laughs> fill me, go fill me, fill me, fill me. All right. And then he will fill you, fill me with what? With the fire, with the anointing, which whichever type of anointing that we need. Okay. At whatever time, it's like a liquid metal that's from the presence of God, right? The gleaming metal. It comes from heaven. So don't resist it. Let and then inside also got money. <laughs> I saw the word inside. The pouring out got money there. <laughs> you can pour out. Because in uh, a lot of uh, places or some places, we have, we have heard about gold coming, dropping down in the anointing. Gold dust. But I haven't heard gold bars yet. <laughs> Maybe here. <laughs> right? We don't know. Because it's coming from heaven. Yeah, people wake up from the anointing and the presence and they saw gold everywhere on their hands, you know, around them. Right, it has happened. Okay, so just open and let God pour and we just receive. Receive means we open our spirit. So even in this, uh, our tithes, it's another word pouring out, coming out. This is where open the windows of heaven, right? And then it says, I will open and pour out with you a blessing. See, God always wants to pour out. I always remember the vision that I saw when the anointing, someone prayed for me and the anointing came. I saw this big the opening of the vase and then pour out. Wow. I love it. This is how, and this pour out, another form of pour out. Just now we saw the pour out the Holy Spirit, right? Also got money inside. So here, <laughs> interesting. You know, it's not that, it's not that we are crazy about money, right? All of us, we tithe and offer. It's because God is so cute, you know? He knows you need money. <laughs> and He wants to give you, right? It's just that we don't become a slave to money, that's all. And then He's willing, He's going to pour out, right? So this other pour is another uh, Hebrew word, which means to empty out. This one is even more than the other one. He wants to empty out heaven. <laughs> Can you imagine that? All right. Empty out for you. So all we need is just let go. All right. What is holding back that empty? It's just your ties of offerings. What's that? All right. God's going to give us more. It's the word uh, pour out is dahi. All right. Abundance. Okay. More than enough. So it means that when we bring our tithes and offerings unto the Lord in honor of Him and then trusting in Him as the, as the source of our life, His promise, remember just now, not, not one of His words will go back to Him, what, right? So what is the result of that? He empty out heaven for you, okay? There's abundance, remember? The Lord Jehovah, Yahweh, is the self-existing one. You don't need us, but He got everything. You want to be related to this person, right? <laughs> Who got everything on? All right. And then he says, I will do just do this simple thing. I pour out to you. I'll empty out until you have abundance more than enough. Because Abraham's blessing is what? I will bless you to be a blessing. So it's not just enough for me and my family, abundance for others. All right. I'm the, and I like this version, which I first time saw, CEV. It says, I am the Lord all-powerful. Okay? He is the Lord. Remember, Lord, Yahweh. All right? All-powerful. So when we tithe and offer, it's do it by faith. Do it in faith. Don't say, oh, because I have to do. No. Do it and say, God, you are all-powerful. Right? When faith is what? Believing in God. Right? 
trusting his word that he exists and he is a rewarder. Okay, so when you follow it, he's going to reward. And this is the second part, very interesting. I challenge you to put me to test the entire 10% and then there will be food in my house. It's for God's house, right? For God's priest. Then I will open the windows of heaven and flood you with blessing after blessing. I haven't seen this, but I saw this in the other verse, I think in Psalms 82, right? Where God will overflow us with blessing after blessing, grace after grace. And now this appears in this version, there is not enough room or there's not enough space, which is blessing after blessing after blessing. Just believe it. Receive it. The timing is God's, but it definitely will be according to his word. Anyone who turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they can see. All right. When we come to God with our heart open and knowing that he only has good things for us, he wants to empty out heaven, he wants to pour out his Holy Spirit, his blessings after blessings on earth. Now, there is, we can see where, wherever the Lord is, there is freedom. He was talking about Moses, the veil, right? When he received the Ten Commandments. And what Paul said that when we come to the Lord today in Christ, freedom. Freedom from fear of no money, freedom from fear of lack, freedom from fear of sickness. No more. When we have the Lord, and that he was talking to about the Holy Spirit. This is the real freedom, right? I talk about we can all draw close to him with the veil removed. Remember the first verse that we started the unveiling. No more will we be so blocked oh, by the physical senses of this world. We can really see God for who he is and with no fear. We will no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. And we have been transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. Go up higher. Eh? There's more, Magdalene, that Jesus is going to reveal to us more visions, right? For what? Transformation, right? To do for you to serve the Lord, that you will know him and no one can change you. Your, what you, you think about God, right? This glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So we cannot, being a Christian or, you know, uh, it's, it's impossible to stay at the same place. We always grow. It's just like our body were made to grow, right? Can you imagine some, your, your child never grow, right? <laughs> you feed and feed and then give a lot of food. <laughs> Still the same one. 10 years already still like that one cannot be right something is wrong so uh, for a believer it was meant to grow just like the palm tree right and not grow from what glory to glory not grow from more bible verses to more bible verses right it is from glory to glory from more revelation to more revelation to more experience as we put god's word the source of our transformation comes from Christ's glory. The destination we are brought to is more glory. Glory is the splendor, right? The presence of God. The transforming glory is the result of gazing upon the beauty and splendor of Christ. When we worship God in the spirit, we are looking at Christ's beauty. Then his eyes, the flames of fire, Look at you, Madeline. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you just don't want to come out from it. When you're under the anointing, more and more of it, you just wish you don't have to come out. When I, yeah, 
correct? When I was in the anointing, in the fire, you know, many times, whether it's the joy or the electricity or whichever type, uh, so many types, I wish cannot no need to come out from it. <laughs> it is so nice. It's just like you see vision also. It's so nice, right? It's so nice in that glory, in the presence. That's why heaven was prepared for us. The final place of the glory of God that we just saw just now. Today, we only have a bit, a bit, a bit, but more and more. Until the end, one day we go there, when our work is done here, we go there, wow, how wonderful, right? That glory that was reserved for us. So back to the first verse, right? The door opened, okay? And suddenly, the door opened into the heavenly realm. We don't want to always be in this physical realm <laughs> all the time, yeah? Even while we are walking on this earth, let God take you, Abigail. <laughs> Never mind, you forget the engine. Elijah will go and pop the car engine for you. <laughs> okay, we take you up into the spiritual realm. Okay, people look at you, what's happened? It's a different person, all right? The same trumpet voice I heard speaking with me come up higher or ascend into this realm. I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. It's one thing to hear from someone about God. It's another thing to hear him for yourself. All right. It's one thing to hear somebody testify of having a vision of God or a visitation by God. But what about yourself? Having that experience with God. Right? It's one thing to hear me telling you, oh, God speak to me like this, the word of God jump out to me. What about you experiencing that yourself? When you open the Bible, okay, now it's whether phone or physical, and that word jump out to you. Experience yourself. <laughs> Experience yourself. The fire of God coming into the body of Christ is for each individual to experience God for themselves. Right? When you go to heaven, each one of you go, right? <laughs> it's not you say, you go on my behalf. <laughs> you want not to give away your place in heaven to anyone? Yeah. What about now on this earth? Don't say, you know, like the children of Israel tell Moses, Moses, you go lah. <laughs> you go only. You just sit here and wait for what? No. God give each one of you a seat. Give each one, even on this earth, right? To experience him. From glory to glory. So don't give your seat to anybody. <laughs> Say, God, I want, I want to hear from you. I want exactly what all these people have been talking about, that you speak to them, speak to me also. Oh, even visions, you can ask God, you know. Say, I want, okay, feel me. Uh, uh, Elijah, a uh, man of the last time, <laughs> last time, the old one. <laughs> Robert Lowe, right? Now the one already, okay? Fill with the fire, the one to fill with head knowledge. Okay, all take out, burn away all the head knowledge. <laughs> Put back revelation knowledge inside, okay? That you too can experience God. Every one of you here, God knows you have a heart desire and you have purpose, all right? Or else you won't be here because not many people want to spend so many hours, <laughs> correct? It's only those who are very hungry and called specific purpose. 
in their lives. Because without the anointing, I tell you, you cannot do anything. Right? Uh, anything powerful. <laughs> powerful. Where you can go into the, the darkness, the realm of the devil, the world, that keep people in, like keep Venice last time, you know, in a fear of demons and all that. Who wants to go in there and deliver them? Isaiah 61, only Jesus Christ using people who want to know him and want that anointing, the Holy Spirit, to know him, hungry for God. Yeah, Sarah, Elisha, and God will use you all, fill you all with the power until you know it's not you, but Holy Spirit. Amen? Yeah. Okay.